weather and how are you today? Yes, it's that time of the day. Niao, Niama. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs, and a warm and friendly, super delighted and heartfelt welcome to Into the Garden. Yes, it's that time of the day where you and I, we relax, we connect, we reflect in the very heart of the garden, bringing pearls of wisdom to you. Pearls of wisdom of a different kind, but needed during this time. Yes, into the garden is a place to be, so grab a chair, phone a friend, get comfortable, get cosy, and make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, then relax to ponder and to be open to receive. John Debray, Josan, Buenas Tardes, Coma Esther. Welcome, because you are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of health. Silky pyjamas, clarity, laughter, vegan cake, forgiveness, dance, parties, wisdom, confetti, love, and authentic spirituality. Because being yourself is spiritual, and that means being your whole self, even the parts you felt ashamed of, or thought you could or should change, or figures weren't spiritual enough. So come on, be flamboyant, be authentic, but keep it real. In other words, be who you are, not what the world wants you to be, or others think you ought to be. Do and be as Jesus would be, to strive to become. You and I are in the very heart of the garden, in that somber place, in that quaint place, that ideal spot, with tranquility, where the mood changes, the ambience, the place that fits your mind need. So come on over, invite a friend or two into the garden with an expectant heart, just for you and me. Next is the lineup. And today's lineup is one of a different kind. It's all about you, for you and to resonate with you, but most of all to impact you and to remind you that you are special. Yes, you are a daughter of the most high and precious in his sight. Well, into the garden has been quiet, for indeed it's a time of healing, a time of shutting down, but also a time of being in the presence of the Lord. You know, when one needs that time to ponder, to reflect, do some introspection if you know what I mean. So I thank you for your messages. Well, on our lineup today, it's a bit of a different kind with an extract of my show on one radio. So you will hear a moral story titled Tears of Repentance, as well as a short prayer inspirational done for my show on the radio. Then the third story today on this change of events is the following trust when no one is around then my guest on which i'm hosting super soulful sunday on this a weekday yes is none other than elder angela morris and her theme is god is trying to talk to you what a theme i say to so stay tuned stay connected for what you and i are about to receive well first up is my guest elder angela morris in a nutshell, she is who she says she is. She is a woman of the God's own heart. 
She is a retired teacher, still giving to the community, helping and assisting where she can. With a beautiful heart and a beautiful smile, it's that smile and warmness of heart that draws children and people to her. So I am so honoured and blessed to have her on Into the Garden. So without any further ado, up next is Elsa Angela Morris talking to you and me and reminding us that God is trying to talk to you right here on Into the Garden. So come on, join me. Angela Morris, and welcome to Into the Garden podcast. I'm delighted to be with you uh, again today, and I'm especially excited to share with you a um, a word that the Lord ministered to me. I had a dream one night, and I'll share that dream a little later on. But the name of the message that I want to share today, or the inspirational word I'd like to share, is God's trying to talk to you. Do you believe that? God's trying to talk to you. But think about this. Everything God wants to say to you is already in his word. And you may say, what? Let me repeat that. Everything God wants to say to you is already in his word. Prayer is a conversation. We call that dialogue between two or more people not a monologue, which is dialogue with one person. When you pray, don't do all the talking. You can't build a relationship or friendship with God if you don't let him talk to you. Can I say that one more time? When you pray, don't do all the talking. You can't build a friendship and relationship with God if you don't let him talk to you. You probably are saying, hmm, now how do I let God talk to me? Through his word. Yes, through the Bible. Everything God wants to say to you is already in his word. People are always looking for a sign, thinking, I wish God would tell me what he wants me to do. Or, I wish he would write it in the sky. God is not going to write his will in the sky because he has already written it it in a book called the Bible. If you want to know what God is saying, one, stop looking for a sign and start looking at scripture. Two, stop looking for a vision and start looking for a verse. Please let me say that again. Stop looking for a sign and start looking at scripture. You see the two S's? Stop looking for a vision and start looking for a verse. So you have the two S's and you have the two V's. Stop looking for a sign and start looking at scripture. Stop looking for a vision and start looking for a verse. God's will is in God's word. The more you read his word, the more you're going to know what to do. In scripture, King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles was facing three enemy armies, 
that teamed up and advanced against him and Israel. Well, Israel knew they didn't have the strength to fight them. They knew that in their own power, they would be defeated. So they prayed for help. This is what God said to them through Jehaziel. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not even need to fight. Take your positions. Then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. That's found in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 15 through 18. Now, just imagine an entire nation getting on the ground, bowing down on their knees and worshiping God because he told them, I'm going to take care of it. When you pray a breakthrough prayer of a surrender like Jehoshaphat did, God will say the same thing to you. So don't be afraid or discouraged. It's God's battle and he will handle it. Keep serving in your position. Wait and watch what God does. You know, God has so many more amazing promises and, 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 and words in his in, in, uh, promises to us in his word. But you'll never know about what God said he wants to do for us if you don't open the Bible and start reading. This particular morning, I was reading the, uh, the book of, in the book of Proverbs and I read three chapters, Proverbs 16, 17 and 18. And when I read those three verses, I actually stopped and I, and, and, and took a, a look because there were so many scriptures in there that just jumped out at me. And I want to share some of those with you that I have used these scriptures to carry me through, so to speak. And in the very first one, Proverbs 6 says, Proverbs 16, 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. How comforting and reassuring to know that if my ways please the Lord, he's going to make even my enemies be at peace with me. Hallelujah. Then there was verse 18. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Can you imagine that? What a word to share. Pride goeth before destruction and a halter spirit before a fall. So what we do is we ask God to show us where we fit into this. If there's pride in our lives, if there's haughtiness in our lives, God, show me how to come down. Because God, your word said pride goeth before destruction and a halter spirit before a fall. Then there's verse 25. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You want to walk or pattern your life after the Lord Jesus Christ. His word says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That's why it's important for you to pattern and walk after Christ. Walk after Christ. And those were three just in the book of uh, in, in Proverbs chapter 16. In Proverbs 17, 
I really like these two. Uh, one was Proverbs 17 and verse 17. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Isn't that something? How many of you have one of those friends? It doesn't matter what, when, how, or where. You know that friend will always be there for you. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. And then there's verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Have you ever laughed and you've been so happy and your heart is just, I mean, it just does something to your entire body. Because laughter and a merry heart is like a good medicine that you take. You ever had a cold or, or had an ailment and you took medicine and made you feel better? Just think about what a heart would do, a merry heart would do for you. It says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bone. Broken in spirit can cause you to go places deep within yourself that you don't want to go. Then chapter 18. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. This is 18. I'm sorry. Uh, Proverbs 18 verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. God's name is a place of protection. God's people can run there and be safe. Hallelujah. God's name is a place of protection and his people can run there and be safe. Then there's Proverbs 18 verse 16. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before a great man. You see, a gift gets attention. It buys the intention of eminent people, doesn't it? Yes. So keep working and keep striving because a man's gift makes room for him and bringeth him before great men. Then there's Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. In other words, words kill, words give life. They're either poison our fruit you choose. Verse 22. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. I recently had the opportunity to speak a marriage blessing in the life of my Godson and his lovely wife. I thank the Lord for leading him to his good thing. You see, he searched and searched, and he found her. Then there's verse 24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You see, you look at people and wonder, why do they have so many people surrounding them? Why do they have so many friends? I used to say to my granddaughter all the time, because she's pretty quiet. And I said, in order to have a friend, you got to show yourself friendly. Sometimes people think you're not approachable. You know, I mean, even a smile or even a look. He must show, he or she must show themselves friendly. And then there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Closer than even a family member sometimes. You see, one night I had a dream. And in this dream, I was an onlooker. I was actually watching myself sleeping 
interesting, isn't it? I can see it just as it was if it was happening like right now. And in that dream, I began to dream. I'm watching myself. And in that dream, I began to dream while I was sleeping. And in that dream, it was such a it was such a struggle in the dream. I struggle and struggle, and then I heard in the dream the word of God, Psalms ninety one, over and over again. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I woke up and was still repeating that scripture. That scripture spoke directly to my need. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I woke up and I was still repeating that scripture. You see, like I said, that scripture spoke directly to my need. I was having a difficult time that weekend to know that the Lord entered my dream realm to let me know that I was not alone and to continue to pour my heart out to him in every situation. You see, God's trying to talk to you and me if you allow him to. Everything God wants to say to us is already in his word. So we simply have to open it and begin to read. Be blessed by the word of the Lord. Amen. Next is the soul story and the title on this super soulful weekday this Tuesday is trust when no one is around. And the inscription reads as follows Accept Peace Forgiveness Love Free Hope I am alive Trust when no one is around Whilst pacing today, I was reminded of the word adversity. Come to think of it, each one of us faces adversity sometime or other. So if I were to ask you the meaning of adversity, what would you say? For the Bible says adverse or unfavourable, fortunate or fate, a condition marked by misfortune, calamity or distress. Friends will show their true colours in times of adversity. An adverse or unfortunate event or circumstance, you will meet many adversities in life. So I took this word adversities and decided to break it up, you say. For the first two letters is to add. So no matter who you are or where you may be, you and I will always face adversities, but seen through God's eyes, oh so differently. For adversities are there to teach you and me to strengthen our bonds to God, to see the glory of Him amidst this thing called stumbling blocks, delays, stagnation, procrastination, unforeseen events and jealousies. Adversity 
is a collection of varieties, meaning both you and I will face raging storms, tough or complex situations, but by no means are we left alone. For God, the giver of support, the giver of thought, the giver of breakthrough, breakthrough is there to lend a helping hand amidst your adversity. Don't you say? Or can you understand? Has it ever dawned on you how to trust when no one is around? No family, no acquaintance, no visiting, just you. Your strength, your tenacity, your faith. You'll get up and go, how? How do you face that day in and day out? To the many husbands, wives, singles out there, how do you really do it? Who do you go to for your and my very own wear and tear? Yes, outright you and I go to Jesus to implore the help of the Holy Spirit for a silky sheet of love, harmony, understanding, communicating to them beyond compare. Gosh, COVID-19 and this pandemic really came in with a one-bam thank you ma'am experience that shocked you, the world all over and brought us to our knees to a point whereby everything we hold dear we cherished was whisked away in a blink of an eye and we left distraught. Waking up this morning to I trust in God, a hymn written by W.C. Martin. Now why on this particular day, a day given to you and me from the Lord, that I am reminded of this beloved hymn, for God is reminding you and me to trust him when there is no one around. To trust him when it fails, everything you have done fails like a heavy cloud. For it was exactly like that a moment a second when most was not around. God echoed that song in my heart to remind me once again to trust him wholeheartedly without any shadow of doubt. I trust in God wherever I might be, upon the land or on the stormy sea. So where are you this moment, this very hour? Perhaps you're driving, perhaps working remotely from home, and for a split of a second, your mind wonders, is this me? Is this where I must be or supposed to be? Is there anything out there that I can do better to change or alter where I find me this very hour, this very day, in my very need. Well then, take that very thing 
that whimper of a situation like Zachariah and Elizabeth. You know, that deep longing thing and trust that to God to fulfill your rent, your car payment, your new job, a well-deserved salary, a car, a wife, a husband, a long-awaited holiday, or wayward son. Drop all of that into the God basket and ask the angels to whisk it up so God can take care of all of them. I don't know about you, but COVID-19 has been my fiery furnace, I tell you. I got to that point of too hard to handle, hearing no good news, but of death, a scandal, and a media frenzy of many voices and bad news. It left me feeling a bit drained, depleted here and there, a bit confused, but confusion is not from the Lord, so I had to draw strength from the Word. And that was exactly how I felt, a strange besides from you, but more so from the family, the brethren, the camaraderie, the unity in lifting of hands and in prayer. Although there are many bad happenings around you and me, yet through COVID and all its disappointments, God gave you and me a wake-up call, you say, to repent, to make and work with what we have, isn't it? Reflecting upon and drawing nigh, having church at home, like gone forgotten days gone oh so by, brought to mind was given me that old-time religion songs in a quest so many a times I found myself on mended knee singing songs of history you say well only God knows for he holds the key he holds the answers to every question you must be fathoming for on this auspicious glorious day you are blessed with clear light Blue skies, a dollop of fluffy white clouds, colourful birds chirping away, and the distinct sounds of flapping of wings, birds tweeting away. Now isn't that God showing up in an array of no matter what comes your and my way? Yes, it is but to trust and obey. So allow the lift of your head to speak and usher in what he wants to do for you. Allow God, the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in your darkness, job finder, door opener, staircase climber to surprise you this day. Trust him in all your ways today. Trust him. In quiet, in peace, in busyness, and allow the whisper of the Holy Spirit to take the lead, to make a way, to send in help from ages past, so you can stand on the promises of God, whilst he steps up, steps in, takes control, and say, Trust in me. 
put your hope, your fears in me, for I know the plans way before you were born. For when you follow me, I will allow things to happen out of the extraordinary, but when not be forewarned. Wake up, get up, dress up, stand up, ask up, pray up, raise your hands up, sing if you must up, be patient whilst you wait up, acknowledge God in all your ways and doings and tell him when you begin to cross-question his timing that you in need of a renewal of fresh anointing and trust when there's no one around you up and so it is so shall it be and this was written the 28th of september 2021 you say but i will do a reread of this whole story pretty soon but for today Allow the Lord the lift of your head, come what may, to trust him when no one is around. To lean on him and not to frown. So feel inspired by the soul story. For come what may, from day to day, you and I, we trust in God, wouldn't you say? with my devotion well a devotional for women I came across this because I believe that women around the world we need to be inspired and blessed with this word and I trust that is how you will feel and and live feeling inspired positive know that god is always with you and me is always on our side and today on wacky wednesday the devotional bank know your source yes we have heard from sarah jakes roberts activating your vision but you know god comes along and he blesses you and me as this is a dollop, not only a devotion, but a, a dollop of prayer inspiration for now. And it comes from Proverbs 3, reading from 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. This person is a psychology professor 
and she spends hours every week reading discussion posts from students from around the world. And she goes on to say that she scans through the opinions and thoughts and issues, you know, from genetics to memory loss. And, and she finds very few lists for a source of information. So week after week, she asks the students, where are the sources of your information? So my question to you is, who is your source? Today, I ask you, who is your source? Do we rely on the word of God to be the foundation of your thoughts and your actions? Or do you share from your own life experience? Are you easily shaken or persuaded by others' opinions, the media and, and your own insecurities? For these questions and the answers to these questions, they set the tone for your entire life. And as believers, we need to be aware that God is our source. And he allows you and me to be confident. Because we can trust in his word. His word is true. And even though at times we and I, we don't understand. But we must remain strong in our faith and be, you know, and reliance on his voice. And not to be deceived by others. Because the more we lean into the voice through prayer, praise and worship and studying the word, you and I will always be aware of what God is really saying, what God is really speaking. So I hope that you will be inspired by these little nuggets of dollop of prayer inspiration coming to you from Enter the Garden on Ron Radio. and it's a story about sin and how in this is a lesson for you and me there once was a priest who lived near a river just across the street lived a lady alone in her home. The priest noticed that a large number of men visited her and due to this he decided to speak to her. One day when the lady was returning home, he met her on the way and said, You are a great sinner. What do you do reveals your lack of respect towards God? Don't you ever think what will happen to you after you die? This poor lady was shaken by these words of this praise and felt so sorry for what she did and prayed to God out of genuine repentance. She prayed and she prayed to God. 
I feel really terrible. Please forgive me for my doing, and please help me find another means of earning my living. The weeks went past, but yet she was not able to find another means of earning, and had to go back into prostitution. When the priest saw it again, men going into this lady's house, he felt so annoyed by the thought. That his talks had not affected her. It absolutely had no effect on this woman, he thought. Well, again he thought to himself, Well, from now on, I will keep the count of the number of men going into this house until the sinner dies. So from that day forth, this priest used to keep an eye on this house and would add a stone to keep count to how many men was going in and coming out of this woman's house. On the other hand, every time a man came, this lady would ask for God's forgiveness. And after some time went by, again this priest met with this woman. And seeing her, the priest called her and pointed toward this pile of stones. He said to her, You say this pile of stones, each stone represents the mortal sin you committed. I say to you once more, do not sin again. This woman was trembled to see the many piles of stones. She went home and wept in repentance and prayed to God, O Lord, when will you frame me from this wretched life? Her prayers were listened, and the same night, the angel of death came, carried off, and also took the priest living across her. This woman's soul was sent straight up to heaven, and the priest, well, his soul went straight to hell. When he saw what was happening, he cried out, Is this your justice? I spend my whole life in your devotion and poverty, and yet I'm carried off to hell. That lady who sinned all her life was born aloft up to heaven. God in return replied, God's purpose are always just. You thought that devoting yourself to God means you can judge others? Because of this, while you filled your heart with impurity of other sin, that lady shed away her sin with pure repentance, and her soul was so light that she went up to heaven, and your soul weighed down with stones which is so heavy to lift. The moral of this story is that we should not judge others. We should just be good and look for good in others and devote our life to God with a true heart. Tears of Repentance
it's come to that time where I've come to the end of Super Soulful Sunday on this beautiful, gorgeous Tuesday. To each and every one out there, thank you very much for joining me and my guest, Elder Angela Morris. What a beautiful word indeed, at the right time, just for you and me. You say good things come to those who wait. And with that said, let's wait on God, as God is waiting on you. He wants to talk to you and he wants to talk to me. But without, but without you and me, not listening, obeying, because God wants to drop in your spirit something new just for you and God speaks in many ways he could speak through music he could speak through soul poetry through a word of encouragement through a daily devotion through your friend through a neighbor so be open to what it is that God wants you to receive and if there's anyone celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Perhaps an anniversary. Happy anniversary to you too. And if you receive good news, congratulations to you. And then to the many out there who have lost loved ones during this time. From into the garden, our deep and sincere condolences to you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this segment. Please feel free to share it with loved ones within your social networks, your friends out there. So until next time, until we meet again, same time, same place, you know where to find me. But before I leave, we have some good news. My book, You Don't Know the Cost of My Alabaster Box, is printed and is available from the admin staff on Unlimited Ministries of Tere, as well as Prophet Keith Van Royen's book, Cave of Obscurity, Hidden to be Revealed. A true, I have to say, a true trail must, must read. And then there is Sasha Lake Dodgen with her. Her music on all music platforms. You can find her on Spotify, iTunes. You can purchase a hard copy at the low rate of 100 rand or a digital copy from bandcamp.com at 85 rand. And my book, You Don't Know the Cost of My Alabaster Box, as well as Prophet Keith Van Royen's book, Cave of Obscurity, Hidden to Be Revealed. Yes, both is a must read and at a low cost of 200 rand. And again to you, the hero, the listener out there, thank you. Thank you for supporting our artists locally and internationally. So from me, Salome Jacobs, the author of You Don't Know, The Cost of My Alabaster Box, and The Mom With Many Hats, signing off. Goodbye and thank you. Shishina, grazie, sayonara, disvidinia, adios, dovidinia, au revoir, au revoir, adios, 
Kuligule, Adia, Myas the Mate, Kavaski, Lako, Tashian, Salamatinka, Avedazai, Halafadachi, Adio, Spasipa, Havet. Remember, there's no pitch so deep that God's love is not deeper still. For this comes from Kore Ten Boom. So, until next time, you know where to find me, but in the very heart of the garden. <laughs>